The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hello, Internet. Roto World's Josh Norris here with the Roto World Football Podcast ahead of the championship weekend of NFL playoffs. Um, obviously, on the breath on Sunday, uh, 3 o'clock Eastern, the Green Bay Packers at the Atlanta Falcons, 6 30 Eastern, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the New England Patriots. Um, as Evan Silva uh, mentioned and reminded me, these are both repeats of games from this regular season. And so I will bring on right now Evan Silva to break down both matchups. Evan, you nailed a ton of, uh, I wouldn't say unpopular plays, but just not name brand plays from last week. So you ready to do it again? Yeah, we had a good week and we're looking forward to have another go, go out on top. Yep. And let's start with that Packers, obviously, against the Falcons. Um, it's a 60 over under, which is obviously massive. Uh, 28 points expected for Green Bay, 32 for the Falcons. I think this all has to start, Evan. Obviously, Jordy Nelson uh, missed last week. Uh, it's still uncertain that he's going to play in this one at the time of this recording. Um, this is kind of a situation that obviously in the regular season – you might want to avoid this game in terms of the receiving cores. Uh, well, for the Packers, I should say, because we're not even sure about the other wide receivers, right? So what is the situation as it stands right now? Right. It's real uncertain. I think ultimately it sounds like all three of them are going to give a, give it a go. Geronimo Allison, uh, Devontae Adams, and Jordy Nelson. I think they're all going to try to play, but none of it is certain. One, two, one or two of the guys could end up missing. And then their effectiveness is questionable. I mean, Coach Mike McCarthy on Thursday acknowledged that none of them would play if it was just a regular season game. Mm-hmm. So they're all significantly less than 100%. And when I opened the week on Monday, Tuesday, and I thought that Devonta Adams would have a good chance to play, and he, I think he is going to play, uh, but my confidence level in his, like his health percentage – um, has diminished uh, as we've learned more about his injury. It's supposed to be a high ankle sprain that is similar to the injury he tried to play through ineffectively last season. So when I opened the week, I really liked Aaron Rodgers as the number one quarterback on this slate from a DFS standpoint. And now I'm leaning toward Matt Ryan 
Uh, and maybe looking at the Falcons' defense again. We, we discussed them a little bit last week. They came through. They scored 10 fantasy points. Right. Um, and look, I mean, they're going to give up points to the Packers. It's just that in daily fantasy, they are pr- priced significantly, significantly lower uh, than the Patriots on some sites. On some sites, the Patriots are only a little bit uh, more expensive and therefore a must-play, I think. Uh, but you know, if you need to save some salary, I think the Falcons make some sense because the 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 Packers could end up throwing a lot of passes in this game, conceivably to Trevor uh, Davis, right. uh, the rookie, uh, Jeff Janis, potentially. You know, even uh, uh, less than a hundred percent. Geronimo Allison, Richard Rodgers. I mean, they they could end up throwing a lot of passes. And to, then that bum Randall Cobb as well. Well, Randall Cobb, <laughs> I think, is is a must play in fantasy this week. Joking. Like he could end up with you know upwards of twelve targets. He led the team in catches last week. He, he's an awesome play. Um, but you know, if we're looking for a punt defense, I think Falcons come to mind first. You know, the Patriots are clearly the number one defense so, play. And let's kind of put this, and this isn't necessarily fair. But let's say in all things even and all things equal, all these receivers are healthy. Which one has the best matchup, in your opinion, that they can take advantage of? Because obviously you have Desmond Trufant, who is out. Right. um, Whoever gets matched up the most with Jalen Collins, the second-year cornerback. But the Packers receivers move around a lot. We don't even know who's going to play. It's just really hard to say right now who's going to get the most routes against Jalen Collins. You know, it's just I, I have no idea. Okay. Um, and Jared Cook had a huge game, and some of it was on broken plays. But yes. that's, I mean, obviously part of the offense. Um, right. That, that was a, big a team. Part of the, yeah. A bigger part of the Packers' offense than any offense in the NFL. Yep, that's a good point. Um, but I would say that the Falcons, from a talent standpoint, are in a pretty good position to shut down a tight end like Jared Cook because you have the combination of Deion Jones and the combination of another rookie in Keanu Neal. Uh, would you say the same mm-hmm. thing? Would you agree? Um, I mean, those guys are still rookies, True, you know, and when you're getting targets from Aaron Rodgers, I think you can overcome matchups. The, the, the Falcons over the course of the year gave up a ton of production to opposing tight ends, but they have been better late in the season. It's probably because those rookies are getting better. I mean, Deion Jones has noticeably gotten better and getting healthy because I know Keanu Neal missed a few weeks as well. Yes, he did, and so did Devondre Campbell, yep. um, the the other rookie linebacker. Uh, but I, I don't think that they're going to be able to shut down Jared Cook if he's in position last week, like where he got eleven targets. You know, you're getting eleven targets from Aaron Rodgers. You're probably going to do well against Dion. And it's it's a good point because we've seen receivers even in these playoffs not do anything in terms of their own accord or their own skills in terms of getting open. Yet the ball is per- placed perfectly and it's a touchdown or a catch or anything like that. Um, yeah. So, again, 11 of those, and that's that's pretty good. What about the the Falcons' backfield? We talked about the combo, the one-two punch of Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman last week. Again, both played really well, and like they have almost the entire season. Um, I'm not going to ask you to pick between the two, but this is, is this another matchup? Again, theoretically against a Packers defense that at one point in the season was good against the run and then completely trailed off that both could have solid weeks? Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Tevin Coleman did not play in the first meeting. He was out with a hamstring injury. He's a guy that Kyle Shanahan has used to attack opposing inside linebackers. And the Packers lined up five guys at inside linebacker this year, and all five of them received negative 
pass coverage grades from pro football focus you know it's guys like jake ryan Mm -hmm. blake martinez joe thomas mid late undrafted guys i mean jake ryan's an okay athlete uh you know but you know these are, are guys that offenses should have no hesitant to attack with a guy with the you know the, the speed and the skill set of Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman has averaged 12 and a half touches per game over his last 6. He has 5 touchdowns in his last 5 games. Uh, he's incredibly cheap on DraftKings and he's a good bet for a big play in this game. And the Falcons offensive line, I believe, is the only offensive line in the NFL to have their starters play in every single game, which obviously impacts the quality and how good they've been. Um, we talked about Muhammad Sanu last week, Evan. Is this a possible another Muhammad Sanu game? Because he had a good one last week. Yeah, he also had a good one in the first meeting. Uh, he had nine catches for 84, one, 84 yards and a touchdown, although five of the catches, 50 of the yards and the touchdown all occurred on the final drive um, of that game, which which he capped with an 11-yard game-winning touchdown. Uh, but Packer or slot receivers have had their way kind of against slot res- uh, against the Packers for most of the season. Although they've been a little bit tougher recently, uh, Sterling Shepard didn't have a big game. Cole Beasley hasn't been a you know didn't have a big game. Um, but with Julio hobbled, you know it, it's just a matter of Matt Ryan potentially having to lean more on guys like Muhammad Sanu mm-hmm. and Taylor Gabriel. Uh, because in the first game, I mean, Dom Capers went to great lengths to take away Julio, did not give up anything except for underneath catches, covered him in a similar manner to the way that uh, Dom Capers and the, the Packers covered Odell Beckham in the wild card round. Um, and, you know, I don't know if they'll do the same thing, but, uh, that you know, they did almost win that game in week eight using that strategy. So it's possible that they do. Do you have a value play for this game? Uh, Tevin Coleman is a great value play. I think that a super deep sleeper would be Austin Hooper. Yeah, I was about to mention uh, his name, actually. Yeah, who came back from an MCL injury last week. He played 52% of the snaps, only saw one target. Um, But he's a guy who showed some big playability this year, had four catches of 25-plus yards on only 27 targets. Uh, He had three touchdowns. You know, he's a good young prospect. It's just I don't know – how much work he's going to get in the passing game. Um, And as we know, and this isn't just a discussion for this podcast, but I mean, there isn't a slower position to develop for fantasy relevance than the tight end spot. Right. So even though it's just his rookie year and he might not have played a ton, I do think that, and you probably agree that Austin Hooper is absolutely a name to keep in mind moving forward in the next few years. Um, I would say that for a rookie tight end, he had a fantastic first season. Yep. Um, Evan, before I get to the other game, um, I have a question for you. Um, do you like to eat? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you lost Too a lot much. of weight, and you and you and you use that jug now full of water to you know. Anyone who thirst. has to, anyone who has to try to lose weight loves to eat. Um, so can I read off a few menu items and just get your reaction to them, just really quickly? Um, yeah. The first one: spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes with cabbage and. Furikake. That sounds like a party, Evan. What do you think? Do you like spicy shrimp? Yeah. Okay. Pork chops and garlic piccata with scallion rice and spinach. What about that one? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, How about mushroom and chipotle pepper enchiladas 
with lime and sour cream. Something tells me, Evan, that of those three, that one is your favorite. Yeah, is that one edible? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say so. Now, it doesn't then seem I like would love it. it has any... <laughs> well, Evan, you can try and even make any of these with Blue Apron. And Blue Apron is a service. It's the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. And you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. So Evan, I mean, I just mentioned those three, especially that enchiladas one. You can check it out with free shipping as well by going to blueapron.com slash rotofb, R-O-T-O-F-B. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Evan, I do have one more question for you. Um, when was the last time you cooked? I uh, cooked some eggs recently. Okay. Uh, I don't think Blue Apron sends eggs. But again, all you have to go to is blueapron.com slash rotofb. Once again, three meals for free with free shipping if you use that slash rotofb. Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook. Um, you know, I should have had like an awesome transition from Jared Cook to that one. You should have, but maybe Missed next opportunity. Time. Maybe next time for the Super Bowl. I think that that only lines us up, Evan, for the Packers to reach the Super Bowl because then I'll be able to use it then. Uh, let's we're, finish. We're we're, we're 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 just like going through life, you know, trying to make the best decisions we can. Sometimes we make mistakes and we got to rebound and learn from them. Evan, that was a uh, forward-thinking ad read. I think is the right way to put it. Agreed. Um, let's close out with the final game of the weekend. Obviously, just to 6.30 Eastern on Sunday, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the New England Patriots 51 over under, which is obviously small in comparison to the 60 over under the first game. But still, some points will be scored. 22.5 expected for the Steelers and 28.5 for the Patriots. Um, Evan, this is a Steelers team that you know, like only put up field goals in their last contest. And, mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's kind of this growing trend to talk about, you know, four-point plays, right, which is the difference when you get in the red zone from obviously a touchdown to just a field goal. I think Michael Lombardi talks about that a lot. Um, will the Steelers have a better chance, or do you think that they could, against this Patriots front to convert those four-point plays because they obviously couldn't do it last week against the Chiefs. I think that that'll be one of the keys to the game. Yeah. You know, I think that that'll be answered on the field. Uh, you know, I, there, there was a fourth-and-one play last week. I think it was at the Chiefs' two-yard line. I think it was on the Steelers' first drive. And, and they had fourth-and-one deep, deep, deep in scoring position. And they had the offense out there initially, and then they settled for the field goal. I mean, you, you got Le'Veon Bell, man. Like, you're not going to – you know, you, you don't think you'd get a yard when, when you're like three or four yards short of the, of the goal line. I mean, that's right. that, that was a little bit frustrating, especially as a person who needed Le'Veon Bell to do well uh, last week in, in that game. Uh, but, you know, I, hopefully they will be a little bit more aggressive this week and, you know, are, are, are able to execute this week. It's just it's all about execution. Do you think Ben's played well in the last handful of games? Um. No. So obviously this one's on the road as well, which is obviously super troubling. Like, I'm not going to say that they're winning in spite him, but he's certainly not doing that much, especially when they get in that area to Mm -mm. advance them. Their their passing game just functions so much better at home. 
Yeah. And it's, you know, for a, a variety of reasons. And I think that, you know, Todd Haley and Ben Roethlisberger could probably tell us best, but it's just their, their passing game is simply not the same on the road. I mean, they, they came out trying to play fast last week and, yeah. and be aggressive, but uh, just, just didn't come together. Um, and, and, and really, Josh, I mean, they, they don't have a lot of dimensions to their passing game. They have right. Antonio Brown and they have Le'Veon Bell and they have, you know, an Damn. undrafted second year practice squad player, Eli Rogers, who every week is going to get like five to eight targets. And, you know, right now, like Jesse James is, is maybe their best possession receiver. It, it, it makes me miss Martavis so much. I know. I know. Did you, see that? Did you see that Think video about of him? That, the Martavis this offense one? could have been this offense could have been one of the best of all time. I think if they had Martavis and Ladarius together. Yeah, they did. Sorry to ask this question again, but did you see that no. Martavis video? You need to go watch it because he's put on. It looks like like fifteen pounds of muscle. Oh man, I, I go <laughs> he looks ridiculous. That'll be your evening, Evan. So obviously, Le'Veon Bell will get his. Antonio Brown will get his. You just mentioned Jesse James. Do you think he's kind of the most likely of the rest of the bunch to put up some points for us? Yeah, because I think that Eli Rogers is going to have difficult matchups in the slot. Uh, Logan Ryan has been outstanding down the stretch of the season. You know, didn't give up anything to DeAndre Hopkins really last week. And uh, Malcolm Butler, I expect to be on Antonio Brown all game. Yeah. Uh, that's what they've done each of the past two meetings. Uh, Patriots have won both. Antonio Brown has still gotten his. Uh, but I think the catches to Jesse James and potentially, you know, a red zone score, they could really use Jesse James, who's six foot friggin' eight right. in the red zone. <laughs> you, you know, um, if he scores a touchdown and gets you four catches, you know, at, at his price in daily fantasy, he he hits big time. This is a random question, but it's something I've been thinking about. Um, mm. But and again, if you don't have an answer, you don't have an answer. Uh, do you think that the lack of Jamie Collins in this game could come back and bite the Patriots? Um, cause to me, like, I, I mean, I'm again, I'm a big advocate for like windows. He did to win. play in the first game. Right. And, yeah. and I'm, I, I mean, I really do believe in windows to win outside of the Patriots, uh, because you know, they're just the only team that that does not apply to them. Um, but I mean, and I think it was kind of spun in a bunch of different directions of, you know, how Jimmy Collins wasn't playing well and they'll be better off without him and blah, blah, blah. I mean, to me, that would be impossible. And again, this is completely a tangent. But I mean, I think it would be, I don't know what the right term is. Uh, it, it would be very interesting to see what would happen if Jamie Collins was on this field and if they might miss him in this game. Because obviously, you talked about Jesse James and you have Le'Veon Bell, obviously, in the backfield. I think that that could become a narrative if Jesse James blows up for like eight catches and 79 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, we talked about Deion Lewis last week. You you picked that game. You called it for multiple multiple reasons, um, and obviously he got us a special teams touchdown. But one of the mm-hmm. main ones was because Legarrette Blunt was missing practice, right? Uh, Legarrette Blunt, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. is back at practice this week. So do you think they kind mm-hmm. of shifted over and spin it over to to Legarrette this week? I think that that's maybe going to determine who wins in daily fantasy this week, because I think that Dion Lewis will be incredibly, incredibly popular. He might be the highest owned player. He and Jared cook might be the two highest owned players in daily fantasy mm-hmm. this week. And, but Dion Lewis has never been like a, a big time touchdown scorer. You know, it's, I mean, he had a three touchdown game last week. That was awesome. One was a kickoff return. One was a 13 yard reception. 
and the other one was a goal line carry where the Patriots were still in, in their hurry up. And so, and there was another goal line carry where you know, the, the play stopped and LeGarrette Blunt came in. So we got a kickoff return score. That's hard to repeat. We have a goal line score. That's probably not going to happen unless, you know, another hurry up situation. Uh, and then a 13 yard reception, which, you know, is something that he's certainly still capable of, but he, he's an interesting guy to go away from and go back to LeGarrette Blunt this week. I think LeGarrette Blunt still has, you know, a couple of goal line scores in his range of outcomes and his ownership. I, I think that Deion Lewis, like on DraftKings, will be maybe 75% owned, uh, and LeGarrette Blunt will be something like maybe 10%. This game seems like really simple and basic to talk about um, because, I mean, it, it, it seems like there are the clear people that. Um, you know, we might be invested in, we might not. I mean, is there anyone else in this game? It's just, I just had three topics and I can't think of any more. In the first game, I mean, we can mention some of the obvious guys. Yeah. You know, in, in the first game when these teams played, the Steelers were very comfortable leaving Lawrence Timmons in coverage against Julian Edelman. They did not do anything special. Yeah. Uh, and the results of that look like they went in the Steelers' favor. And, I mean, ultimately they did. Lawrence, Ta- Lawrence Timmons did an incredible job of just tackling Julian Edelman in the open field. And there was also one play where Julian, Edelman's, Julian Edelman had him beat badly on a slant route, but Julian Edelman dropped the pass. I think he could have gone to the house from like 50 yards out on that play. Um, but in the box score – the results were in the Steelers' favor. I mean, they held Julian Edelman to 60 yards on 10 targets. And so I wonder if they're going to veer away from that at all. You know, maybe they just, they, it's possible they just trust their inside linebackers to, to, to handle him and to tackle well. And they've also got Shazier at inside linebacker, but it was mostly Timmons, and Shazier did play in that game. But it was mostly t- Julian Edelman against Lawrence Timmons. Interesting. And that's a matchup that I think in the, in the rematch, Julian Edelman may win very, very decisively yeah. uh, be, because, you know, we're thinking about his first performance uh, much differently if he does score that 50-yard touchdown and he ends up with 10 catches for 110 yards as opposed to nine catches for 60 and, and no score. Uh, I mean, Julian Edelman had seven catches in the first half of that game. Evan, that's really good stuff. Uh, for all of you listening, um, you can check out more insight just like that from Evan's matchups column, which I believe is already posted by the time that this comes out on your iPhone or your other phone or your laptop or online through your web browser, however you want to listen. And we really appreciate you listening um, and subscribing and rating and reviewing. Um, it really does help us out. Uh, Evan. You helped me out, man. Appreciate you joining me. I'll talk to you soon. Probably not next week, but maybe the week after. Sounds great. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. 
When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 